Geocache Talk Podcast is sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com and by IB Geocaching Supplies. The best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com and by Cashly. Cashly is the foremost geocaching app and can be found at cashly.com. Please make sure and let these fine sponsors know that you appreciate their support of the show. Safe house cash in Milwaukee. Okay. Somebody somebody picked it up and took it to Newt Gingrich. No kidding. <laughs> and so there's a picture of Newt Gingrich holding the geocoin. <laughs> How random is that? I know, right? Right? And I'm sure he had no idea what he was holding. No. He didn't look didn't look thrilled to be holding this coin that he had no idea about. It was funny. It was <laughs> awesome. Here, hold uh, this thing so I can take a picture of so you. Take a picture. <laughs> I'm surprised he would do that, you know? I don't So whoever, they, they convinced him to do it, so. All right. We're rolling, so let me get this hour five rolling with you guys. So, hey, everyone. It's time for hour number five. I'm going loopy. No, I'm not. It's time for podcast, the podcast of hope, hour number five. Whether you're at work In a car or in a village uh, or in a um, boat, a boat with a goat, um, wherever you are, Santa's sleigh. (laughs) We we hope you enjoy this (laughs) special holiday show. Please give it a like, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. All the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. A big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music. And my patrons, Doug Jones, Joshua and Caleb Slinkard, Tom Brotherman, Jeff Arbaugh, Deborah Burris, Joshua Johnson. Hey! The great Joshua Johnson, Nick Hubbard, Andrew Teepkin, Cecilia Perez, Sydney Sawyer. That's me. The fantastic Sydney Sawyer. Oh, well, thank you. Blaine Mahar and my new patrons, Jane Jewell, Dan O'Pugach, Memphis Mafia, we just had on. Craig Michelle, the Aussie geocacher, and the GeoGearheads. If you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash talk for more details. Patrons get path tags. Oh, look at this. Look. Snacks? St- stop it. Come over here for a second. <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? In the, get in the frame here. There she is. <gasps> Hi, Susan. Hello. She brought me coffee. Yay. Oh, fantastic. Exactly Yay. what you need right now. Right. How are things going on at that end? Good. Okay. Scoot thumbs up. All right. So I guess we're still, we're still, we're still broadcasting. Still good. So we're still good. Um, patrons get path tags, coins, and other geocaching swag during the year, as well as invites to special events only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as $3 a month. Well, this year, podcast host selected St. Jude's as its charity. St. Jude's life-saving mission of finding cures for children battling cancer and other life-threatening diseases. We need your help to reach our fundraising goal of $1,500 for the end of the special eight-hour All-Star podcast. If you'd like to be a part, head on over to our event page, which is in my lower third. But it is, for those listening, it is events.stjude.org slash geocachetalk. Let me give an update on the tote board. Or where we are at right now. 
It is up again. We're up to five hundred. Yay! We're up to five hundred and thirty-five dollars now. Wow! So thirty-five percent. So keep it coming, and uh, just a little bit. If everybody gave, you know, five bucks, we'd probably we'd probably make our goal. So uh, appreciate everybody who's been giving. Um, it's been wonderful seeing the names uh, strolling by. Um, Sydney is on that list. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Nevels, who is um, a friend of mine here locally, he's actually his wife's from Australia, so it was interesting they were on. Um, Jamie Pullman, it's on there. Uh, Dave Williams, uh, Limax, on there. Lots of people. Uh, Deadliest Cashers gave earlier. Um, so, and Joshua, you're on that list. I am. Is it scrolled by Tom Brotherman, Jeff Arpaugh, several people, and Sarah Murphy, my Irish. Friend, it's always fun. Did did y'all get to hear Sarah at all earlier? Yeah, I did. It's so funny hearing her talk because it's just so different than what I'm used to hearing on your show (laughs) or on any show for that matter. She's awesome. And so she's very straightforward, but she's got kind of a funny humor too. And so, Uh um, but yeah, uh, I love listening uh, to her talk about Ireland and uh, and her her blog and all that. So it's very Mm -hmm. cool. So, all right, so, Gary. Yes, sir. I I'm really wanting this to be the most fantastic, top notch. Like I want this hour to be the best hour of the eight. Okay, the that the is an- my goal. The anchor, Sydney. Yeah, Sydney. We're halfway <laughs> there. Oh, we're halfway there. Zach. Yeah, Zach. Fick wanted me Josh to sing is just gonna sing the whole time. And well, okay. Here's the thing. I will. I, I'm putting out a challenge. Any of my viewers that are watching from YouTube, I, I put the link on my Facebook and my Twitter. If any of my viewers in the comments said that they donated, I will sing Blue Christmas awesome. on the show. Oh boy. I, okay. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. So Susan Susan has to be watching the chat and then see if somebody actually donated. Yep. And I will sing Blue Christmas in the style of Elvis just <laughs> for this show. Awesome. Because There you go. Earlier this week, um, I was treated to great balls of fire, which was unbelievable. Oh boy, that, yeah, that was, was hilarious. That was, I was just like, uh, I can't believe it. It's awesome. So it's yeah. totally you too. Like the hair is the same and everything. Wasn't it? I know. So yeah. So for those of you that didn't see the video, I posted a video of myself, twelve-year-old Josh, twelve years old or 13 years old, uh, uh, lip syncing to Great Balls of Fire by Jerry Lee Lewis. So um, if the donation the comes in. And the whole thing. Awesome. Go ahead. Yeah. If the donation comes in, I won't lip sync. I will actually really sing it. It's going it. to be epic. Going to be Sydney, Sydney, what are you going to sing? I'm not going to sing anything. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? All right. Let me Gary, Yes, sir. You can be the background, Gary. You can okay. do the woo-woo-woo. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> okay, we'll do that. We'll be your backup singer. I'm, sh- I'm not sure if it'll work, but we could try. We'll, we'll make it work. We will. Mm-hmm. All right, real quickly, I have a winner for the prize pack giveaway. Oh, yay. Is the, the, let me see if I get it right here so I can. All right. I had a bunch of people too. I was really grateful. I had like 30 different retweets, uh, over 30 retweets. So it was really cool. I've got the, um, my path tag. I've got this little, uh, people don't, I think realize what this was. This is a little, a card you can put with your, your trackable. 
it tells people it's a trackable. It's not a trade item. And then on mm-hmm. the back, it's got a little uh, item where you can put your the the name and the mission. So I got that from IB Geocaching. Um, my sponsor, one of my sponsors. So um, you get a Woodstock patch. Kind of cool. I didn't get one of those. I, I want know. one. Sorry. Sponsored by Oak Coins. Oh, Oak Coins. Man. I know. And then the big one. This thing is heavy. Well, I also got yeah. a bison, bison tube. Just, you know, throw a bison nice. tube. This sucker is heavy. It's oh, got a lot of I'm weight. I'm jealous. I, I didn't oh. get one of those when I went either. Yeah, I got that. It's gigantic. It is. It's awesome. It's oh, amazing. I'm jealous. You like and that I already know that I didn't win. No, I know I didn't win because it's in the notes. It's in the show notes. (laughs) Sorry, but uh, I used your. Now I learned this trick from Joshua because when we were at uh, Geo Woodstock and you were doing the wooden nickels, we used random.org, which worked out. Oh, it's it's fantastic tool. It's great. You just click and go. And uh, so uh, it came up uh, with a number and the winner is Mark Webb. Yay. Hey. What's interesting is Mark is right now, I think he's marching at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Really? Yeah. He's, How cool. He, yeah. Um, and so he wanted to know who won. And it just happened to be him. So anyway, so I will tweet him later and let Mark know that these will be on his way because I need to know where to send them. So anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. Good deal. We're going to talk winter geocaching and whatever else these two uh, come up with. So, um, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Um, Winter geocaching is different for everyone in the States. Um, Depending on where you are, like right now it is cold and wet outside, but it's not that bad. So let's get a, let's get an update from everybody. I, I, it's 48 degrees right now. So everybody check your phones. Okay, I will ask Siri right now. Okay, go ahead. Siri, what is the temperature? It's 33 degrees outside. 33. Ooh. Not too bad. Sydney? It's uh, it's 34 here. Oh, it's not the same. Josh, I think you might be a little a little slightly north of my my line. I don't know. We get, we get some nasty weather here. Really? We're having an unseasonably warm fall and early winter. Of course, it's not really winter yet till December 21st. But um, yeah, this time of year, it should right now at night, it should be 10 degrees right now here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same for us, usually. I did not realize. I would thought that you being up in the New York, I don't know why I thought that you, your latitude may have been higher than Joshua's. I, it might. I'm like, um, what is it? North 42 here i'm 43 oh so i am higher or wait i don't know am i how does that work no you are how does latitude and longitude work because the equator is zero (laughs) wait a minute this is a geocaching podcast it's been a long day what is latitude so i'm higher i'm higher right yeah because the equator is zero oh yeah and 42 would be first and then you so you are more north than me Boy, I wish Daryl was on right now. <laughs> He'd know. <laughs> uh, Joshua, just to let you know, we're going to leave a little time at the end of this show because we, oh, did, yeah? we did get a donation that went through. So, was it, was it because, did they say it was because they wanted to hear me sing or it was just a random? <laughs> no, no, it's, I'm, it's because they wanted to hear you sing. 
You're oh, never lost do, do, to do hear we, you sing. It's one of your. Do we know viewers. who it is? Um. Do we know who it is? Deborah Burris. She put in some money. Oh. <laughs> so. Thanks, Deborah. Yay, Deborah. So, <laughs> it worked out. So Fantastic. We'll, we'll do a little Fantastic. Christmas in a while. All right. Winter geocaching. Different in different parts of the world. Like I said, it's different here. What um. What is important, so, Sydney? What, what are what is what is the first thing that comes to mind when you think about going out into the world, to, into your world, to winter geocache? Right. Um. So obviously, up here where Josh and I live, we get a lot of snow. So I said that um, some layers are pretty important when you're out in the snow and the cold. And um, obviously, you can take off layers, like if you start getting warm when you're out there hiking, but you can't really right. can't add layers if you're already out there. So it's better. I usually wear like one of those Under Armour shirts and then like a shirt on top of that and maybe a sweatshirt and a coat too. So you can always take off layers if you yeah. need to. Especially when you get going and you might get a little, like you say, you might get a little warmer as, as the day. Right. You start, you start hiking a little bit and so forth. So it is a good idea to to think about that. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of us up here do not believe that there is any bad geocaching weather. Um, it's, there's just bad geocaching clothes. <laughs> there's, the just bad, there's just bad geocaches. Bad geocaches. Uh -huh. yeah, well, there, well, there could be that too. I, I mean, seriously, like, I mean, it can get deathly cold. Okay. It can be like 30 below zero wind chill. Um, and that's, you know, that's just stupid to go out. Although I have gone out that cold because uh, trying to get uh, my 366 challenge streak. But yeah, I, I don't know, Sydney, if, I don't know if you feel like that too, but people, a lot of people are like, oh, you, you, it's winter and it's snow. You wouldn't go on the horrible. No, we are hardy people. Right. You will go out in anything. You just got to make sure you dress for it. Right. I remember when I was on cash and release, Mm -hmm. for the first time yep. i needed to find a cache that day for my calendar or whatever and it was like two degrees outside and i was like okay so i went out and i found a cache today and it was really cold but yeah well, yeah i'm trying I... to fill my 366 calendar too and i have oh, a lot good. of days in january still to Coming fill up. unfortunately awesome. well i've watched you two clowns out there periscoping and <laughs> i'm just like sitting back relaxing in the warm warm uh house watching you guys periscope and going oh my gosh and i mean y'all are diehard i mean i've like sydney i watched sydney did one last year and she was relentless she was out there um you remember that one you did um you, you were trying to find a it was a periscope i was and i was oh yeah i remember this about. it was it was so cold, and I was trying to find this cache that hadn't be hadn't been yes. found in over a year or something. Right. That's exactly right. And um, I wasn't really prepared. I didn't really have gloves or anything because I didn't think it was going to be as cold as it did. But there was like a ton of rocks, and the only hint that I had was mm -hmm. that it was under a rock. Rock. And so I was out there like picking up all these rocks and throwing them around, and I eventually did find it, but it took me like forty five minutes. And then. I've watched uh, Joshua do something similar where he'll stop and get out and well, uh, you've done several. Um, yeah. you're, you're a hearty, a hearty soul. Um, oh yeah. You know, I've seen your, uh, you and GC doc getting out uh, last year and doing one together. That was kind of interesting. It was just like, it was white. It was just like, yeah. so 
You got to do it. You know, and uh, honestly, for some people up here in the Northland, uh, geocaching season has just begun because mm-hmm. there are some wonderful things about it. Uh, there are no leaves. Leaves are gone. Yeah. Uh, there are no bugs. And yep. and usually it ends up because uh, I think sun is setting like 430 here right now. Mm-hmm. If there's a if there's a full moon, there is something magical when that moon lights up all that snow. And it, it's it's like, I don't know, it's magical. Um, so, yeah. So night caching is really, really very cool. And, hmm. and bushwhacking is neat. So it, for some people up here, it's like this is the time when they actually start geocaching. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um. Okay, so layers, and then I have a hard time. Maybe just because I'm, you know, live out in the uh, live in the south, and I'm a and I'm a guy. But anyway, finding gloves. I know gloves are important. So yeah, what are, what are tell tell us, Sydney, about what are we doing with gloves? What are we, so what? my thought is that especially for geocaching, you're out, you're holding a GPS or a phone or whatever. And so your hands are going to be out of your pocket. So you have to have something to wear. And if you are using a phone, you want to have those special touchscreen gloves Uh, or, or um, have a GPS that has buttons. That's a big thing up here is because a lot of the touchscreen GPSs don't work very well with those gloves or in the cold or in the rain. Right. So it's a lot better to have one that has actual buttons that you could toggle around and use. So that's something to think about if you're considering buying a new GPS. I have. Go ahead. I have a shopping. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I have a shopping tip. I have a holiday. I have a holiday shopping tip right now. So awesome. I was out. I was out today playing a little game. Some like to call Munzee. Oh boy. And I, uh, I was out there. And obviously. Obviously, you need to like, you know, you need, it was cold, you need gloves. So I went into the old Target because I was Cappy Munzee's in a parking lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and right. right now, right now at Target, what is the date today? It's December 4th. You yep. can buy, you can buy touch sensitive gloves for $3 at Target. Wow. Woo. That's a now, good deal. There's a there's tip. There's your tip. A- tip. Tip of the day. That's a tip of the the tip of the week right there. That's there awesome. We go. And they're not in the dollar section. They're in the ladies' handbag section, just so Ooh. everybody knows. Oh. But they're one size fits all, so they work. Okay. Hmm. There you go. Carrie hmm. doesn't know if he wants those gloves anymore. <laughs> Actually, what I was going to mention was Susan bought some recently, and she just she swears by them because she wears gloves all the time. Uh, because she's she gets cold a lot, so I actually call her mm-hmm. uh, Killer Frost. If you're familiar with it. the, uh, oh wait, there she is too. Up, oh, so she bring you snacks uh, now? No, she brought me a note. So um, anyway, right, dear, you love the gloves, right? She's like, leave me out of this. What's that? Two dollars at Walmart. Two dollars at Walmart. Got oh, you on that, she baby. Got me. Yes. She got me. Well, Target, Minnesota company, so you know, got to represent, I guess. You do, you do. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, so I am going to deal with things. So you guys keep talking, if you would, please. Well, um, you know what else you need is what else, Josh. You need a healthy, strong, insulated, waterproof pair of boots. Oh, yes. excellent. Am I right? Yeah, for sure, especially up Sydney. here. What kind of boots do you wear out there? Um, waterproof ones. I don't know yeah. what brand they are. 
Okay. Actually, recently my dog just chewed a big chunk out of my boots, so oh. I need to buy some more. Yeah, yeah. My thing, my thing with footwear. I, uh, my, I grew I up in the shoe business. Uh, my dad was a retail shoe salesman, and uh, so I always believe uh, a good quality pair of boots is better than you know getting something cheap because typically, right. first of all, something cheap they are not going to bring the insulation that you need to have. And, and if you're out there in the elements and your feet are cold, you're not going to be out there very long. That's my, that's my belief. So I brought my boot. <laughs> your boots to the show? Visual, visual demonstration. Oh, are these are. The one, didn't you win some boots? I did. These are, I are won these. Them? These are like $130 boots. I, uh, oh, sweet. In Minnesota, Minnesota, they have this thing called Checkpoint Minnesota. You guys, I've done videos on it for the last few years. And basically, it's a statewide scavenger hunt. And you go up to these different locations, and there's these signs. And you take pictures of the signs, and then you get points. And then you can redeem the points for prizes. And I redeemed these. These are Columbia. Columbia, so good quality. I think these are called the Bugga Boots. And, uh, <laughs> Bugga Boots, I love it. Bugga boots, and they're super comfortable. But the cool, important thing about them is that they they're pretty high up because mm -hmm. uh, Sydney, you know this. Well, the snow can get pretty deep, and you don't, right. don't want snow to get into your boots. No, so, definitely not. So this tight, this goes up all the way around your ankle. These are fantastic. Love these boots. Yeah. So awesome. what I usually do is I get like extra long laces, and I like wrap them around the back of my ankle, and then tie them really tight in the front, and that oh, yeah. helps yeah, keep smart. some of the snow out. Because you don't want your that's feet awesome. to get wet because your right. socks get wet. That's the worst. Yes. Oh, gosh. And, man, it hurts when you you start getting frostbite on those toes, man. That's not good. Nope. We are up to 560, by the way. So you guys Ooh, are doing awesome. You guys I want to be, incredible. I want to be the by very the best. This. Yeah. Going to be the very best. Oh, that was Pokemon for a second there. That's uh, okay. You can do that. All sorts of for... location-based games. Right. There we go. Appropriate. Um, I mentioned Munzee, Pokemon uh, Go, Geocaching. What else should I mention? Ingress. 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 There we go. We mentioned them all. No, but that's probably more. So we have 32 minutes. I want to get it up to $700. Come on, people. Come on. This is a good cause. It's the holidays. I will sing Blue Suede Shoes. I'll sing two verses if we get to 700 bucks. So. Yeah, come on, people. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, you know, we went through this part of the list uh, last yesterday, or last hour because Christy was on, and Christy actually worked uh, at St. Jude for a little while, which I, I oh, thought that was really cool. So That's awesome. Yeah, that's um, great. You know, uh, oxygen. We don't think about this, but oxygen is, ke is key to keeping the immune system strong. So a gift of oxygen mm. can help a young body thrive and help fight cancer at the cellular level. So... Give money for give money for oxygen for the kids. I mean that's so important. Um, child size wheelchairs. We don't think about this, but they have to be made. Uh, special wheelchairs help children move easily throughout the throughout the hospital. So mm -hmm. very important. Okay. Um, Should we talk about like actually caching now? Actually getting out there in the eh. winter. Yes, <laughs> of course. Let's not just talk about geocaching, Gary. So, let's go geocaching. Let's, let's go geocaching. What's yeah. talking about? Let's <laughs> talk about it. Um, and Josh right. went to go geocaching. He did. Oh, sorry, he I'm back. He left. He's back. Okay. Um, <laughs> so now, um, how do you uh, – there's a couple things. One is it can be easier – or it could be harder, right? It's easier if it's on the tree and now the tree yeah. is sort of bare. True. It's like exactly. It's, lo it's lost all of its it's lost all its, its leaves. Yeah. But is there any trick 
to when you come up to a spot and let's say you've got a little bit of uh, some snow. How um, much how much snow are we talking here, Gary? Yeah. A little bit to you is is totally different yeah. for us. Let's say it's enough to cover. Let's say that it's going to be an ammo can. So let's say it's a large cache. Um, is there any trick to finding it in the snow, or what is what are some things you guys do? Well, a couple things. If it's a if it's a cache that's newer and has been hit a little bit, especially like first to find hunts or whatever, um, you're gonna see you're gonna see a snow trail right yeah, to it. Yeah, footprint. <laughs> do, do you ever uh, try to do you ever do you ever block it? Do you ever do you ever like? Walk around afterwards to try. I've to... done that before. Like <laughs> oh, you yeah. make a couple different sets of tracks so people oh, don't yeah. really oh, that's know. That's terrible of you. No, I'm kidding. That's great. <laughs> no, it's hilarious. Because <laughs> you know, other people may have done that. Right. Yeah. If it's an ammo can, um, I I have a I have a little tiny portable shovel that I bring with me. So um, instead of just a stick, because I mean, if it's if we're talking a couple feet of snow, it's that thing. If it's an ammo can, it's buried. Yeah, definitely. But, it, it's funny because some people might think, oh, that's just awful. I'm not even going to try. But it kind of makes the game a little different. Like how often do you get to like dig out a geocache, right? Because you can't bury them, but the snow can bury the them. Snow so well. when exactly. it, there is this amazing eureka feeling when you've, you've shoveled uh, a couple feet of snow and all of a sudden you find the ammo can. I don't yeah. know if you've ever experienced that, Sydney, but it is kind of a different sort of feeling. Yeah, it can definitely be hard and if you are out there for a while and you know this thing is just here somewhere you just can't find it because there's so much snow if you do find it it's like wow i really like this one was really hard and it was worth it and yeah you like earned it yeah definitely you should get a special souvenir for that <laughs> yeah really <laughs> when, yeah which we'll talk about a souvenir here in a minute or uh, an attribute here in a minute but do you do you look for any kind of clues? Are you do you kind of like do what we would do like with any any kind of cache where you kind of go okay, a where would I hide it? B is there an unusual pile of yeah sticks or something or uh, probably near a tree? Although what's right. funny is y'all y'all will appreciate this. I actually hid a cache one time, and it was at the end of a parking lot uh, area, and it wasn't in anything. I just dropped it on the ground. Ooh, random. That's random. dangerous. Random. It, it is dangerous. That thing lasted for a long time, but everybody had a hard time finding it because they're looking for yes, looking at trees and stuff. Well, yeah, they're looking for a spot, you know. And it's like it was it was inside of a stick, by the way, so that made it even harder. So. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, tricky but, one. Yeah, I, I yes, I think for me, it's it's uh, the main finding the main beacons. Uh, the thing Definitely. that's tricky, the, the trickiest beacon with a lot of snow, though, and it's usually is the fallen tree, because you're you're digging all around the sides of both yeah. of those, both of that fallen, both sides of that fallen tree. Those right. are really tough winter hides. Um, if it's inside the bottom of a you know tree, that's like the best case scenario. I think. Mm -hmm. um, do you now? Um... I think both you guys, both y'all own caches, right? You're both cache owners. Yes. Yes. Okay. Do you up there, see, we don't do, we don't have any, we don't do anything down here special, which I don't know. We do lose leaves and leaves do change over here and we do get bare trees, but, um, and you probably need to think about this, but do you guys ever, or have thought about ever swapping out your container during the winter months to change it so that it's, maybe less visible or you know people that do that I, um i can answer for myself 
I do not do that because I don't want to take the joy away from somebody that actually comes out there with their little shovel and digs it out, right. finds it, exactly. and it lets me know. It lets me know that it's actually surviving the winter. Um, yeah. I have in the past when I first started geocaching, I deactivated them, the ones that I knew were on the ground uh, or, or covered, temporary disable. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, temporary disabled it. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then and then when the snow melted, I enabled it. But now nowadays, I just I just let it let it be and just see ride. what happens to it. Yeah. yeah. Let it ride. I don't know. I guess I don't know anybody that changes it because then you have to like go in and like, I think change the, um, uh, change the difficulty terrain rating sometimes because uh, it's an easier hide yeah. or often you're changing the size of it. And I don't yeah. like the idea. I don't like the idea of changing the hide for, for somebody uh-huh. uh, because uh, it also, I don't know. Do you, does that screw up their stats too? If you change the difficulty, it would. It does. So if so, say somebody found that particular cache to fill like a fizzy grid or something, and then yeah. you change it, and now their grid isn't full anymore. <laughs> I know. So they don't technically qualify for whatever challenge cache they signed or something like that. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I wish the stats were, were were would freeze on that situation because. I do have a cache where I need to go completely fix it. It's partially fixed. And so I, I lowered the difficulty rating because there's less that you have to do to find it. But then I realized, oh, my gosh, I just changed it. It kind of messes people up. So right. I want to change it back as soon as I can. But, yeah, I wish they would lock that, you know, for everyone. Yeah, when, when yeah that it. makes total sense. Yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't do that. It must be – and there must be a reason. It must be more difficult than than we think. <laughs> right, probably so. <laughs> or maybe – but uh, uh, I personally don't change my caches either because I didn't actually think about what Josh said, but I mostly try to hide containers that I know are going to survive the winter. So, I mean, if they'll definitely survive the winter, then they're going to be fine in the summer. So that's sure. something I try to think about. Like, is snow going to get in here and stuff like that? Yeah, and you can be honest with those uh, that attribute too. If you If it's on the ground... It is not winter friendly. Yeah. Um, so don't mark it as winter friendly, and uh, and those that want to try it, even though it might be difficult, let them try it. Yeah. You know that's interesting. That that attribute, um, I th- we throw it around down here in Texas, like it's nothing. I add, I add winter friendly to uh, like, yeah. Let me throw winter friendly on this one. What the heck? I'm a little more careful. Like uh, Dano's really got me being more careful about whether it's kid friendly because mm. I want to make sure that is it truly kid friendly or am I just thinking it's kid friendly? Mm-hmm. So, so do you guys look at um, winter friendly as uh, do you, do you pay attention to that attribute attribute and also do the caches that normally you find up in your both your, you know, uh, up, upstate New York and basically upstate Minnesota. <laughs> Kind of? The whole state, the whole state of Minnesota. The whole state of Minnesota. <laughs> you are. You're. You're the whole. You're. All, you get the whole. Anyway, do, do do the people up in your neck of the woods? Do they pay attention to to doing that attribute correctly? Do you think? Some people I, more than others. Okay. There's some people um, in here that don't really put attributes on their caches. They just and some people that actually do so it's kind of hard to tell like if you're just looking at a cache whether you know it, it might be winter accessible it might not be because maybe the person just didn't choose the attributes or stuff like that so it can be it can go both ways up this way 
Yeah, I, th- I think it depends on how badly they want their cash to be found. Um, if it's not right. a wi- if it's not a winner friendly hide, and they don't mark that attribute, either they they want it to be a they want it to be more difficult, or they don't want anybody to go for it. Um, okay. D- during the winter, um, so, but so you you pay attention to it then. I I pay attention to it, but you know what I pay attention to more, and this is more along the lines of finding uh finding winter caches in the winter, is I I run a, a pocket query, where it says has been found in the last seven days, and those are the ones I go for because That's a good idea. and whether and that simply means even if it, it's not winter friendly that if somebody's found it then um it it's got recently un earth from the, the snow right or uh, or it, or it is officially winter friendly because somebody found it after right. after a big snowfall so uh, up here that that's um running that pocket query is a better strategy than just following the winter friendly ones because i would mm-hmm. rather try to go for go for anything uh mm-hmm. if i just do that winter friendly thing i'm there might be caches that i'm missing that i could get sure. Sure. yeah so you'd pay attention to it, but you're not going to like be exclusive or anything on that. And I, I like your no, idea I, that, yeah, uh, I like your idea. the last seven days. is great. Yeah. That's really critical. You know, especially during even winter down here, I think it's important. Uh, it, well, at different times of the year, but really, especially in winter, because, you know, do you want to, for us, do you want to trudge through the mud yeah. to, to go for a geocache that's either, um, you know, what Susan and I what we'll do is uh, when we go for uh, for something like uh, a situation like that is we do pay attention to DNFs. I mean, I know some people have hard geocaches, and it's more of the if I've got sequential DNFs and like several in a row, then it usually clues me. And if they're like mixed in there, yeah. Then you know, then I'm more likely to go. All right, let's let's you and I, you know, let's get our boots on. And let's let's trudge through the, the elements to get to this cache. Cause we are mm-hmm. pretty sure it's there, but <clears throat> so do you, do you guys probably more like Sydney, do you look more, are you more cognizant of the DNFs before you sort of sort of trudge into the woods for winter? Yeah. Caches? Okay. Um, definitely. But that goes for both seasons for me or all seasons, I guess it, it kind of just blends into two here sometimes, but if there's a lot of DNFs, I'm, I guess, less likely to go looking for it, uh, except for a few occasions when I'm, for whatever reason, really determined to find a cache under some rocks that hasn't been found in a year. <laughs> right. But I, I would, I would probably wait until somebody else found it, or if I was with a group, I might go because you just have more eyes searching. Yeah. That can be helpful. Do you guys find that you? Uh, have more people to that they're interested in going out during this period of time, or do you uh, do you find like uh, <laughs> does 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 uh, Joden and Jonah and Hayden do, and uh, Reese is older now, so well we'll we'll, we'll include Reese too. <laughs> uh, do they do they want to go out in the winter geocaching, or are they going to look at Dad and go, "You're on your own, buddy." Uh, if I if if I go to a park where there's a nice sledding hill, yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
There mm-hmm. you go. There's a lot of fun things you can do in the snow and on the ice and all that. And, and I know in the, in the show notes, you mentioned walking across lakes. That's a different experience too. And so that if I told my kids, Hey, we're going to walk across a lake, they'd be like, Oh, that sounds really cool, dad. Um, so, mm-hmm. um, so there's a charm to the winter. Um, it's, but it's just, it's just different. The tricky, so, yeah. So do you, depends. that's a good question. Do you feel it's okay to cross ice to get a T5 cash? Hundred percent, yes. Hundred percent. I mean, 100%. as long as you're being careful, and of course, you sure. have to like take certain precautions to do something like that. But you don't it's feel funny. bad it... about the fact that you didn't use a boat to get to it. No, because oh no, oh, you're risking your life and limb. Yeah, <laughs> way more dangerous. I mean, if we're talking danger factor, man, you fall through that ice. Oh, it's definitely uh... still a T five. I think. <laughs> oh awesome. yeah, because. Because you know what you, the you know the special equipment you're using, the ice. Yeah. <laughs> da, da, da. Boom. Drop mic. It's Drop, funny yeah. that you bring that up because I had someone hide some caches near me that are on an island in this canal, mm-hmm. but he hid them in winter when it was frozen over. So he specifically said, "I'm not making these T5 because you oh. don't always need a boat to oh get to them." That's no. terrible. I thought it was kind of. Uh, kind of tricky but i get i haven't tried them yet i have a kayak but i haven't gone so maybe i'll go out this winter and try and get them and when it's frozen that's a raw deal there <laughs> i do uh, i right. do have some fun safety i have some fun safety information on ice on walking ice though oh, if you're interested yes i am very yeah. here so if this if the ice is four inches it is safe enough to walk over Four inches. Pretty much like hockey is about four inches. So yeah, four if they inches, can skate yeah. on it and play hockey, you can walk on it. Okay. Totally. Five inches, snowmobile. Ooh. You can go across on a snowmobile. Eight to 12 inches, you can drive your car. No way. Good to know. Oh, yeah. Good to know. And, and, and 12 to 15 inches, which it gets that way in January here, uh, you can drive your pickup truck across. I mean, wow. if you guys have ever seen the seen the movie uh, Grumpy Old Men, takes yeah. place right takes place right here in Minnesota. There's a whole village. Exactly. There's a whole village on on the ice. So, uh yeah. you know, for people that that never experience icy uh ice covered lakes. I mean, they when they get thick, I mean, it's people live on them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ice fishing, they go and they like you said they 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 drag their little shanty out there and yep. ice fish. Yeah. Watch football, yeah. Now, so I I live near a bunch of lakes in the Finger mm-hmm. Lakes area, so it's funny when a lot of these towns are at either the top or the bottom of the lake. So when you drive around these towns, you see all the people out there in their little ice fishing tents with their coolers and their, you know, their fishing gear. And it's just really funny to see. Yeah. That's cool. How do you know how how deep it is? Oh, good, good question. Uh, And and I did a little research on this too. Um, (laughs) If, if you're new to an area or you're not familiar with the ice of an area, they, they suggest that you just ask, ask or call just a local, um, like a local bait shop and they will know exactly how thick the lace lake is. Right. They will actually go out. They go out there and actually test it. So, as far so as yeah, walking on it, you can kind of probably see if, I mean, you put a foot on it and you're seeing yeah. bubbles and stuff. You're like, no, yeah. this is not anywhere near, but I guess if it's pretty cloudy, like you step on it and you can't yes. see any water, you're probably yes. you can at least test it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, the thing that's tricky around here is is you yes, you can test it v- with the color of the ice. However, if it's covered with snow, you have no idea right. of oh, yeah, that's of true. How, what that what it looks like. So. Mhm. 
I just saved your life, Gary. Thank you. Yes, you did. I'm, I'm sure welcome. we'll encounter ice a lot down in Texas. <laughs> well, you never know. You never, you never know. know. <laughs> we, we, we get snow once in a while. I know it's amazing to think about. We actually do get snow once in a while, but uh, yeah. Um, okay. So neither one of you, I don't think, because I think I know y'all well enough. Neither one of y'all are what like Antaeus, where you're not FTF hounds. Y'all it are depends. going out. Okay, so so you you'll go out in the middle of the night, like you you get the beep, you know. Uh... Um, not in the middle of the night. Like if I'm sleeping, I don't hear my phone go off while I'm sleeping, so that usually doesn't happen. Wait, 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 wait! wait. You don't have an alarm set to go off when you. <laughs> I should. You should. Do you like Joshua and his uh, GIF winning? Uh... Yeah. Oh right. <laughs> I love that video. Just punch Get people out. Love that. Punch him out. Punch your best friends in the face. <laughs> yeah, that was great. When your phone goes off, you're like, "Yep." <laughs> uh, so, um, but let's say you do. Okay, let's say you were to go after uh, FTF. Do you think, based on where you where you guys live and the people the the cashers around you, do you think it's easier? To actually get that FTF, or do you think it's harder right now to get the FTF if you wanted to go for one? Yeah, I. Uh, this is my opinion. I don't know about you, Sydney. I think it's easier. Okay. Um, because I feel like there there is as much as people love cashing in the winter, not everybody does, and so I think there's less competition. A. Hmm. Um, and I think it's just you know when that cash was hidden that there's there's probably a little bit of snow trail action happening, so you can get right. a pretty good you can get a pretty good idea where that cashier hid that cash. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think my opinion is I think it's easier. The only way it would be more difficult is that there's not as much sunlight, so you're searching for stuff in the dark. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that makes it a little tricky. Oh, and if there's been fresh snowfall, it might be covered. So that would be how it's mm-hmm. difficult. Um, but I think overall, I think it's easier. That's just my opinion. I think so too, because like, like you said, there's a little bit less competition in my area. I don't really live near a big city, so I don't really have much first to find competition to begin with. There's only like one or two people that really go after these things. So sometimes it could be a few days before a first to find gets taken. Um, but also, like I said, with the darkness, um, our reviewer tends to publish caches either right away in the morning or in the evening, like between six and eight. Yeah. So it's, it's already when... dark by then. So if you want to go out, it's going to be harder at that point. When, when, when do you normally get, um, the the notification that you we're up to five ninety by the way guys so, Ooh, almost, so we're doing great um when do you guys normally get use guys when do you normally get the the email saying that there's a new cast you get one do you, is usually evenings or late night or anytime on the weekends here it's different because I I assume my reviewer has a regular job so on the weekends we can get them in the middle of the day sometimes. But usually during the week, it's either like in the evening, like like I said, between six and eight or right away in the morning. So I've had someone. So I'm driving to work and I got an email that says a new cache was published and I was able to get it on my way to work. Oh, wow. Yeah. We, we don't get any in the mornings. No, it's, al- it's always night. And it's usually like 11 or 12 at night. And it's like, 
and they're, they're, you know, for me, it's they're 16 to 20 miles away is the closest that ever get published. So ours, uh, ours are are usually pretty early. Usually, I, I will wake up to them um, because I think our, our reviewers are retired. So I, I think they're they're up early. Or, or they're pretty random because they could be happening all day because they're not at work. So, mm-hmm. um, But I remember when I first started caching, I knew exactly the time when the caches would be published. I, and I would set my <laughs> – I mean, I was diehard. I would set my alarm at 5.30 in the morning. I'd look up, I'd wake up, check my email. If there was one, I would go, like, and before work um, because it was – it was there, there by, you know, five in the morning. Uh-huh. So, um, and I would literally wake up and look. Um, I don't do that anymore, but um, I'm sure there are many, like NTS, I think he does that. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. He gets it well. Yeah. And he loves to, um, he'll drop his daughter off uh, at school or sometimes he'll leave her in the car as he finds the, so. Take her with. Not saying that's a thing to do, but. So, this is for, this, uh, this is a question for both of you guys. Um. Winter vlogging, hmm. um, now or or just or in the like you're doing, you know, Joshua, you're doing weekly. Um, Sydney, you're doing them sort of. What, what yeah, whatever. Whatever. So, but you're still doing. Do you do you think about? Um, let's start with Sydney. So, Sydney, when you're thinking about, um, eh, I want I want to put a video together. Mm-hmm. Are you, when you put one together, are you more looking for a specific, like, okay, this is going to be, I, I want to do this for either um, a cash advance challenge or right. is yours mostly for, or are you thinking about this might be cool because it's in the winter and it looks cool right now? And I, have you ever done one like that? Or sometimes it might be, but a lot of times, so that that whole fresh snow like nobody's walked on it before that's like the best thing ever in my opinion in winter but if you know there's like a bunch of like roads slosh after a while the snow tends to get pretty yucky so that's not really something you want to like be showing people because it's not great but like are you planning to do any soon you know around around a particular Okay. So I have to figure out which cache I'm going to find for this next geo challenge, which was just announced today. Thanks, Josh. Oh, yeah. So there's not many of those around me. So I have to like plan ahead of time and, you know, try and find one. Plus, we're going to be getting snow soon. So I have to like see, you know, are these going to be available and that kind of stuff. So, okay. Well, that's a thing to think about. Cool. Well, Josh, um, First, tell us about the um, December challenge, and then talk, if you would, a little bit about uh, what you do for winter vlogging. Yeah, so uh, for those that don't know, monthly, uh, I work with cash-advance.com, and we put out a geocaching challenge of the month every month. It happens on the first Sunday. Today is the first Sunday. Oh, um, that was today, right. Yeah, Yay. today. So, yeah, like last month, uh, last month the challenge was attend event. We've done uh, let, find a letterbox cache. We found find an earth cache. We find take a muggle geocaching. Yep, just something to to motivate people to something little little different. And then uh, if if they do it, they can enter to win a prize. So that's what it is. If if your viewers don't know what it is, because I don't think yep. I've talked about it on here. No, it's very um, good. I'm glad you mentioned it. Yeah, I've done, the I've challenge done a few. Of the month. It's been fun. Yeah. I, I did the earth cache one. I've done take a muggle. Um, yeah, I love them. And I, I like watching, uh, you know, uh, the different people's 
it, it really encourages people to do, uh, I think, some cool, cool vlogs. So anyway, okay. Yeah, that's what I love about it too. It gets people maybe a little bit out of their shell that maybe would never consider to be on camera uh, and and share some of their adventures. So that's been a really kind of fun extra thing about it too. I agree, uh, Gary. Uh, to the, this month's is find a multi cache, um, and guys, oh, I, I this cache. I don't know, Gary. Did you see the video I Not put yet. out today? Not today. I oh. no, but I, I will, I'm will, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it. I really am. Sydney, did you see it? I saw it. It was great. Did you? It was it was a multi cache that involved. I'll just say this: it's like a two ammo cache, right at the end. Yes, two ammo cans that talk to each other, and you need you need two people to do it. Awesome. It and it's and it's electric. It's electrical. It's Arduino. Uh -huh. Arduino it, and they're ammo cans. Uh, anyway, it was unbelievable. It was so cool. Anyway, so that <laughs> that's the, that's the geo challenge of the month. Uh, is find a multi-cache, which is a little bit, maybe a little tricky in December, but hey, we want to encourage people to get out, go caching, no matter what the weather. Absolutely. And that's what we're, t that's what we're talking about tonight. So and we yeah. only have, we only have five minutes. I know we're going quick and we're going to, we're going to wrap up because you got to sing here in a second, but yeah, do, do, how is the planning? How is your, is your planning pretty much the same that you, that you're, because you put out two, two cat, two v vlogs a week. Yeah. One of them is more as geocaching. The other one may or may not, mostly not. Right. But I love Fridays with Josh. I don't know where that name came from. But it's an awesome name. <laughs> it's an awesome name. It is I an awesome trademarked name. Gary Slinker trademark. There we go. <laughs> but uh, I always I showed I'll show them to Susan. I go, you know where that name came from? And she's like, yes, you've told me before where the name came from. And so, <laughs> speaking of FTF hounds, we'll get to you in a minute, Mister Arbaugh. Hey, Jeff and Tayus. Hey. How y'all uh, doing? Good. I'm going to ask you this question here in a minute too. But anyway, um, so how is your planning? Well, it's challenging. I, I, the planning's fine. Mm -hmm. the The challenges of of filming with uh, equipment, any sort of equipment, even if it's my my camera in the winter, is challenging because a I don't want to get the thing wet. Right. I, mm -hmm. I, did, I did that video a couple weeks ago where I, I showed the patch where the freshly fallen snow and the, yes. the snow was. The snow is literally dropping on my camera the whole time. And I'm like, mm. oh, my gosh, I'm going to ruin my camera. This is not good. And then the cold just kills batteries, too. And, th and that's another thing we didn't talk about with, with our phones, too. It's like mm -hmm. having one of those portable charger yes. things is mm -hmm. is a great tool because you have it says you have 45 percent on your phone. And all of a sudden, it's dead. And you're like, what happened? <laughs> what well, happened? It, I tell you what happened. Winter happened. And you weren't prepared. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so the challenges of of the elements and and worried about tripping or falling with with my camera is is a, it's a real it's a real fear. Okay. Now, remember I told you earlier it was five ninety. Yeah. For, for the total, we are at, yeah. we are at eight forty. What? Yeah. In that one hour, we went up. Oh. We wow. must have a big. There must have been a big donation. Oh my gosh! I'm 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 gonna watch for it, but I mean. Anyway, I'm refreshing. I'm so, refreshing right now. That's crazy. Oh, I, I, I got 640. Are you sure it's 840? I got, I got 640. I got 840. Refresh again. Wow. Really? 56%. Yeah. Oh, my God. And gosh. also, just to keep in mind, it asks you like to put in your employer because some of these employers will match any of your donations to these kinds of things. So that's if totally people cool. are donating, maybe your, your work will match your donation. All right. Now, Sydney, didn't I say that this would be the greatest hour of the eight hours? You did. You did and, say that. And Sydney, Sydney, I just want to say we delivered. Yes, we did. we did. 
All right. So, Anteus, challenge. Uh-oh. Challenge has been Gosh. laid down. There is no way that I could stand <laughs> up to you, Joshua. Oh, no. With those sick glasses, those glasses are the bomb. Thank you. Look at those things. Josh has pretty cool glasses, too, though. No, I'm wearing contacts. Sometimes you wear those glasses. Well, it's a one for the money. Two for the money. Yo, you got to sing now, Josh. Three, you get. I'm I'm, I'm singing Blue Christmas. I'm not going to sing Blue Suede Shoes. Uh Because it's Christmas time, right? Yeah, that's Blue Suede Shoes. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going to sing Blue Christmas, all right? Go for it. Uh, I want to make sure I got good acoustics. I don't want to sing necessarily right into the... Thing. Okay, here we go. Okay, here All right, we go. I got <clears throat> Hold on. Oh, I'm gonna take a drink of water. Okay, go. For you guys it. ready? We're ready. <clears throat> me, 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 me. Ah, oh, okay. I'm uh, warming up now. Okay. Ah, uh, have a blue Christmas with I'll be so blue just thinking about you. Decorations are red on a green Christmas tree won't be the same, dear, until you're not here with me. Oh, have a blue snowflakes keep falling, and that's when those blue memories start a calling. You'll be doing all right with your crystal white. Cause I'll have a blue, 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 blue Christmas with blue glasses on. Everybody. Yes. Did it sound okay? It sounded great. Okay, good. Very nice. All right. That was incredible. And T.S., what are you going to sing the next hour? hour. Yeah, what are you no, gonna sing? it's not going to happen. <laughs> My daughter makes me stop singing as soon as I start. <laughs> well, Sydney's going to be on, too. We'll get, we'll get Sydney. To I'm, sing staying. She's, I'm staying. I'm staying. Maybe okay. she can do it. Yeah. yeah Gosh, maybe. You can stay if you want, too, for the next hour if you'd like. Well, I might if uh, I might tune in a little bit here. I have to get some work done. Um, okay. But if uh, if I'm tuning I'll, I'll have it on on the side if there's something that I just can't I'm just dying to say Hop I'll on. jump on okay good I'll job. jump on well cool. we're wrapping up uh, hour four so thank you Joshua and thank you Sydney for being on the show thank you everyone who uh, watched or listened to hour number four we thank you and hope you enjoyed it please email me your comments uh, geocache talk at gmail.com don't forget to follow us on Twitter Facebook, took me found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, as well as the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click on that subscribe button. Joshua, I'm never as as good as you are clicking and pointing. I think it's here. So. Yep, you're right. right yeah, I think it's down here. Um, so until next hour, don't just talk about geocaching. Do what Sydney and Joshua do, even through the winter, and go geocaching. So, good night, everyone. We will be back in a couple of minutes. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Everybody follow.